This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Baruchim Abba. We continue in. Daf HaShavu, we're learning Mesachas Ksubais. Daf Lamed Tesam and Beis. The Mishnah said the difference between Oynes and Mefateh is Mefateh pays three payments and the Oynes pays four. Mefateh pays Boishas Pagam and Knas and the additional payment of Oynes is Tsar. So the Gemara wanted to know what exactly is the tsar of being ma'anis a woman, of raping a woman. So the father of Shmuel said the tsar is he threw her down to the ground. So the Gemara asked, well, let's say he threw her onto silk. Then you're putter from tsar? And if you're going to say, yeah. But Vahatani, we learned in Abraisa, Rav Shimon Yehuda Oymer, Mishim Rav Shimon, Oyne Seinu Meshal Mesatsar. Rav Shimon Yehuda says the name of Rav Shimon that Oynes never pays Tsar. He disagrees with the entire payment of Tsar. Why? Because whatever Tsar shall experience, ultimately she'll experience that Tsar under the husband. She's ultimately going to suffer under the husband when the husband has relations with her. Amrulai to which the Chachamim said, well, there's no comparison between a woman who has relations when she's forced and if she does it consensually. But the bottom line is, there is an opinion of Rab Shimon ben Yehuda, the name of Shim, that Oynes doesn't pay tsar because ultimately she'll experience that under the husband. Clearly then, the tsar of Oynes is not throwing her down to the ground because the husband doesn't throw her down to the ground, there must be some other tsar, and there must be some a totally different understanding of what the obligation of tsar is. Otherwise, how could anyone possibly have said that you don't pay tsar because she's ultimately going to experience tsar under the husband? Um, Ella... Amar Rav Nachman, Amar Rav Nachman Sanim Rav Tsar Shal Pisuk Haraglayim. The Tsar of a Ma'anis, a woman, is the Tsar of her widening her legs, opening up her legs. V'chein Hu like the Pasuk says in Yechezkel, V'atifsuki es ragleich l'chol oiver. You opened up your legs to every passerby. So, the tsar of being ma'anis a woman is the pain of opening up her legs, which uh, Rab Shimon Bar Yehuda sending Rab Shimon that y- that you don't have to pay for that because ultimately she would have to do that to the husband. But the Gemara asks, Ihachi, if so, mefutanami. Then even if someone seduces a woman, he uh, should not have to pay tsar. Uh, excuse me, he should have to pay tsar because she had to open up her legs. Let me tell you what mafuta is similar to. It's similar to a person who said to his friend, Rip up my silk. Rip up my silk and be potter. Meaning, if Ruvain says to Shema, rip up my silk and you'll be exempt. So, that is what Mefuta is analogous to. In other words, really you should have to pay Tsar to Mefuta. Why is that? Because she also is spreading open her legs. 
The only thing is that the reason why you don't have to pay tzar is because she is basically uh, foregoes it. She's meichel. Says the Gemara, what do you mean she's meichel? It's not hers to be meichel. The tzar doesn't go to her. It goes to the father. So she can be meichel. Says the Gemara, the avuaninu belongs to the father. El Amar of Nachman, Amar Rabba Baravua. Rather, the tsar is something else entirely. Rav Nachman said the name of Rabba Baravua. Pikchoy Shabahen Oimrois, Mafuta Ein Latsar. The smart women say that Mafuta doesn't have tsar. It's not that she's Moichalet, because it's not hers to be Moichal. It's because she wants to do it. That tsar is so minimal, it's offset by the pleasure she has. Says the Gemara, um, the smart women say, Mafuta doesn't have tsar. Ay, chazina de isla, but we see she does have. We see it hurts. Says the Gemara, Amrabaya, but I said, Amrali aim, my mother told me, meaning my, uh, my nanny told me, you know what it hurts like? Kemaya chamimi areshe dekarcha, like hot water on a bald head. Meaning it's very, it doesn't hurt so much. Now why Abaye's nanny was telling him about how much tsar a woman who's seduced experiences, I don't know if that's responsible nannyship. Why would he tell it? Why would she tell him this? But anyway, that's what she told him. Rava Amar, Amrali Basra of Chizda. Rava said, the daughter of Chizda told me, Kirivda de Kosilta, like the lancet of bloodletting. It's only, it hurts for a little, it's a little pinch. Now, Rav was married to Rav Chizda's daughter. Why Rav Chizda, why Rav's wife told him how much tsar it is to open up for a woman to open up her legs, it's not clear. And so it's not clear why the Gemara refers to her as the daughter of Chizda. Rav Papa Amar, Amrali Basa Abbasura, the daughter of Abbasura, told me, meaning my wife, Kinama Akusha Bechinchi, like rough bread on a pallet. Meaning it's just a little scratch. Basically, the pain of opening up one's leg for a woman to open up her leg is negligible, and the Hana that she experienced outweighs it. Okay. Now, the Mishnah says that an Oynas, if someone rapes a woman, he has to give the Knas immediately. The Mefateh, he only has to give it to her l'chsheyoytzi. Literally when he divorces her. Which the Gemara asks, what do you mean when he divorces her? He's not married to her. The Mefateh is not married to the woman. What do you mean when he divorces her? Says the Gemara, Amar Abaye, Abaye said, Ema, says the Gemara, l'chsheyoytzi yeshtahi. Is she his wife? Amar Abai, Abai said, Doesn't mean when he divorces her, he has to give her the kenas. It means if he decides he doesn't want to marry her. If, for whatever reason, he is not continuing with the relationship with her, that's when he gives the kenas. The oinus, if someone's ma'anas a woman, he rapes her, he has to give her the kenas immediately, whether he ends up marrying her or not. Amafuta, he only has to give her to her if he decides not to marry her. 
Tanya Nami Hachi, we learned in Bryce like this as well. Even though we say a mafate gives a knas, if he doesn't marry her, embarrassment and her diminution, her diminishment of value, he pays her immediately, even if he marries her. So mafate, the knas is only if he doesn't marry her, is even if he does marry, he gives it to her immediately. And both Aynas and Mafata, Bain he, both her, Bain or her father, Yechoylam La'akif, they could stop the marriage. So both by Aynas and Mafata, both he and the father could stop the marriage. Says Gemara, Bishlama Mafuta, the halacha is that they both could stop the marriage, Ksiv. It says, If the father refuses, I only know the father, he asks me, how do we know that she could refuse it? Not only ma'in, but yema'in. But oinus, but oinus, Bishlama ihi, Bishlama she could prevent it. To him she should be. That implies midaita, only if she wants it. But how do we know the father could be ma'akif? By mafuta it says. But by oinest, how do we know? Oh good. Toysus asks, I was troubled by this. What do you mean? We, we've learned many times that there's a hekish, there's, excuse me, gzeir shava, ashaloyoy rasa, between Oynes and Mafata. Toysa says, the, the fourth wide line, Tema kimed Oynes and Mafata, migmar gemiri mehadadi, laha mil sanami ligmar mehadadi. That just like the father could stop Mafata, he should be able to stop Oynes. Kedapach v'samach, umay kamer elavio minolan. So Tosh says, well, maybe we don't learn this from each other, because mafate, you know why you could, you could be ma'akev? By mafate, he could be ma'akev. And Oynes, he's forced to marry her. So maybe by mafate, the father could be ma'akev. And by Oynes, the father can't be ma'akev. And the Gemara is going to use a similar svara or the same svara coming up. Says the Gemara, how do I know the father can be ma'akeh by Anas? Amr look, We don't want the sinner to to profit. Had he not raped her, the father could have chosen not to marry her to him. So now that he raped her, the father can't be ma'akeh. So then he's better off now that he raped her. Beforehand, the father could have chosen not to marry her to him. And now he loses that ability? No. Rava Amar Rava says, By Mefate, he only violated the father's das. He only violated the father's das. And even though she wanted... Both she and the father could be ma'akev, 
Aynas, where he violated both of their das, Aynas das das atzma, like that the father could overcome, could uh, nix it. If by mafate, where he had her permission, he just didn't have his permission, and they both could stop it. Aynas, where he didn't have anyone's permission, certainly they should both be able to stop it. So, Rava didn't say like Abaye that the reason why the father is not Chayte Niskar. He pays Knas, so he's not benefiting. Since he's paying a Knas, he's not benefiting by doing the sin. It's true now the father can't be Ma'aki, but he had to pay a Knas. Abaye didn't say like Rava, well, Obviously, he could stop because here you even violated her will. Says why? By Mefate, where the seducer himself could put a stop to it. The father could put a stop to it. Oynes, where he himself cannot be Ma'akev. By Oynes, where he himself cannot be Ma'akev, he has to be Shoysa Ba'atzitsoi. He is forced to marry her. The father also is not able to be Ma'akev. Tanya Idach, we learned in another Braisa. Afalpisha Amru Oynes Noisin Miyad. We learned in another b'risa. Even though they said an oynas has to give immediately, right? We know an oynas has to give knas immediately. What would the halacha be if he divorces her? Does he have to pay her a ksuba? If he divorces her, he doesn't have to give her a ksuba because he already gave her the 50 shekel in the beginning, that's in lieu of a future ksuba. Says, what do you mean when he divorces her? He's not allowed to divorce her. He has to be married to her forever. When he divorces her, could he, is he able to, to bring her out? Says Gemara, no, rather it means when she wants out, then he's allowed to divorce her. Ein la alav klum. He has no responsibility to give her a ksuba. He already gave her a ksuba when he raped her, even before they got married. Mace, what if he dies? Yatsa kesav knasav ksubasa. So then the money he gave her when he raped her, that will be in lieu of the ksuba. He doesn't give her a divorce, he doesn't give her a ksuba when he divorces her, if she wants, and, he, and she's not owed a ksuba if he dies. However, this is not unanimous. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda, Aymer, Yesh la ksuba mana. She does have a ksuba. She has a ksuba of a, of a bu'ula. She has a ksuba, but as a bu'ula. She got her 50 shekel, and now she gets as a bu'ula. Whether he divorces her, or whether he dies. But my kamifligi, what's this machlikis here, whether if someone is ma'anis a woman, he then marries her, and then he either divorces her or dies, his machlikis, whether she gets ksuba, what's this based on? Rabbanon Savri, the rabbis hold, Taimamai takin Rabbanon ksuba, why did the rabbis, why were they masakin ksuba, kadeshaloi te kalabain of lohitsiya? 
the reason for Ksuba is so it shouldn't be light in his eyes to divorce her. So here there's no reason to give that he's chayiv to give a ksuba, he's not allowed to divorce her. The whole reason for ksuba is it shouldn't be easy to divorce. Well here it's not possible to divorce. He can't divorce her. Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yudha says, yeah, he can't divorce her, but he can make her life miserable that she requests a divorce. So therefore we do need to ensure that he doesn't do that, and therefore we, are, we do obligate ksuba. Um... Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda, Savar, Hanami Mitzayrla. He could, he will be Mitzayra at the Amrahi until she says Loibayina. I don't want to stay married to this guy anymore. So therefore, we do need to be Masakin Kesuba. Okay, friends, that's what we have today. Bez Hashem, we'll continue Sunday morning with um, a subject on this. Uh... By the way, there's an interesting thing that we see over here. The Gemara wanted to know, how do we know the father could prevent the Ma'anis from marrying the woman that he raped? Abai says, He shouldn't benefit. You know, we're talking on the Dairaisa level over here. How do, how do we know the father, Midairaisa, could interfere with the Ma'anis marrying her? So you're telling me a Svara, we don't want him to gain? That means, think about how powerful the Svara of Shaloye Chaytei Niskar is. I mean, Shalei is not only working on a rabbinic level. It's working on a Dairaisa level. It's saying there would be a Din Taira that the father cannot be Ma'akev. Now, you know, similar to this we have when the Gemara wants to know, how do we know the Gemara says, that sometimes when there's a compelling Svara, the Svara becomes Dairaisa. Okay, Rabbi Say, have a wonderful night. Tomorrow we have an amazing Shir. We're going to speak about Rabbi Menashe ben Israel and his adventures just trying to discover the Aser Sashvatim and meeting Oliver Cromwell. Um, so stay tuned for that. Have a good night, everyone. Shkayach. Kaltav. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.